Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome to your weekend. Time for another episode of The Odds Couple as we roll into a loaded weekend. NFL preseason week two. As we tape, the Cubs are currently in a playoff position in the National League and the BMW Championship, a loaded leaderboard, of course, right here south of Chicago at Olympia Fields. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're with you every week. And boy, Mikey, great to talk to you, my friend. And we've got a lot to cover today. Oh, we got a lot to cover. And I just want to remind everybody, even though Carmen and I went something like uh, one and three last week, four and 11 in baseball, don't forget I gave out Lucas Glover on Friday. Boom! Uh, for the second week in a row, That's I, right. uh, an unpre- I, I will say this: if there would have been golf betting back in the day, I'd probably be, I'd probably have a little bit more money. You know, <laughs> my God, golf betting to me—I found something where everything else seems to be like you know up and down all around. Baseball betting, term, one of the toughest bets going. I think you would agree that oh. I'd rather bet football. Yes. I'd almost rather bet hockey or the NBA than baseball. But you know what? If you've been fading us in the past, you got killed. If you're fading us over the last three weeks, and some guys do, you're winning. Yes, exactly. Just don't take no too many chances. That's, That's all I'm telling you. Especially when we roll into football. Oh, you, baby, you, we're ready to go. You bring up a good point about golf betting. Like, there was the not best. a time back in the day where you called no. your bookie and you're betting, you know, Brian Harmon. I mean, like, that didn't happen. That never know? happened. You couldn't go. I couldn't call my bookie Tony and go, Tony, <laughs> yeah. Give me Nicholas minus 160 over Weisskopf. That doesn't happen. I'll tell you what, I haven't even written his name down yet. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's how, I mean, really, golf betting has opened up. I think that's the biggest thing. That's why I was really puzzled by Monaghan. And boy, has he been quiet with the Live Tour. What are they doing? They have no idea. WGN's not even on TV, on direct TV, because of uh, union squabbles right now. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, why did Monaghan jump? You had golf betting going on. You get a piece of that if you want. You got all this stuff going. You panicked. You're worried about live because you were worried about all the superstars uh, leaving. Sure, some have left. But if you watched the last major, none of them were pertinent, the live guys. No. They weren't around. So you now, they have stars. been they have been this summer, but not in the last major, really. You're not right. in the last major, though. Yeah. What happened was Kepka saved them, and then yeah. they showed up good in that one tournament. But then it's been downhill ever since. You don't hear anything about them. And it just seems to me Liv really stole the goods here, if it works out. You nailed Lucas Glover, as you mentioned, uh, last That's one of our big wins, Carm. Yeah, that was nice. Do you have a good feel? I mean, look, we're taping. It's Friday. There's a long way to go in the BMW. It's a, when you get to this tournament. I love this tournament because you've got the top sure. fifty. I mean, it's just it, it's They're a fight for their lives. They are, and it's a loaded leaderboard. I mean, Rory and Brian Harmon. Um, you know, Brian Harmon's now a major champion winner. Rory and Brian Harmon, as we tape, are your leaders at five hundred. Cam Young, Fitzpatrick had a great round yesterday. Wyndham Clark, Scotty Scheffler, Ricky Fowler continues to play pretty good golf. Morikawa, Spieth. I mean, they're all within. Uh, just a couple of shots of the leaders can't lay. So it's an awesome leaderboard. Um, do you I'll have do a feel? Do you today. have a feel? I'll do matchup golf today, but I don't have a feel yet. Okay. By watching matchup golf, though, or betting matchup golf, which I do five or six matches because it's an all-day thing. I mean, watching golf now is a joy to me. Yeah. It goes quick. They know how to televise it. You never have time in between. Shots, uh, here's this guy at five, here's this guy at nine, here's this guy at six. Mm. It's quick-paced, it's quick but 
when you have matchup golf, you're in front of the TV all damn day. If you have some right. guys that just started and then some guys in a, I just I love Glover. He's ruined the golf club industry. It's a, a pleasure because uh, he doesn't wear <laughs> golf clubs. He wears spikes. Right. He's one of the old school guys, but yeah, right now matchup golf. Tomorrow I start to get an idea. Okay. Then I start live betting on Sunday Good. early. Okay. So that's follow. It. Yeah, that's uh, it's good advice for We're Mike. Gonna, and- yeah, just don't jump on the the guys that pick. I mean, um, I know a guy that did uh, top ten or top twenty uh, the first day of the tournament, and he's he's going to go on three. Mm, wow. Yeah, on's one of them. They're yeah. out of it. Already. Fifty yeah. player field as we record Friday morning. 21 of those players in red numbers. The course played a little easy, I think, because of all the rain early sure. in the day yesterday. They've had a lot of rain lately that's helped them in the last three, four outings. I think as it dries out, and we're going to have a beautiful weekend, it's going to be really hot by Sunday, I think as it dries out, and if the wind blows, that course will show its teeth. It's a great track at Olympia Fields. Beautiful golf course, and I think it'll get a little bit tougher as the weekend goes along now that the rain is out of here. We'll talk a little bit more about some of the golf and how to handle it this weekend with Luke Pergandy when he joins us in just a little bit from PropSwap. Uh, We roll into week two in the preseason in the NFL, Mike. Bears and Colts. Uh, It was announced yesterday after the second of two joint practices with the Colts in Indianapolis that Justin Fields will not play. Uh, Matt Eberflus was noncommittal about Fields potentially playing in week three of the preseason. He did play in week three of the preseason last year, and he played a lot. He went 14-16 with three touchdowns versus the Browns. He saw a little action in week two last August, but in the Bears' opinion, after these two joint practices, they feel like there's not as much of a need for Justin to play in the second preseason. The line has moved to reflect that. The Bears were getting about three, three and a half. It is now Colts minus four and a half for tomorrow night, a game you will hear right here on your home for the Bears, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. And I'll just remind everybody again that after last week's win, the Bears are now 4-0 and straight up and against the number in the preseason under Matt Eberflus. And as Mike and I have discussed, that's usually the best way to attack these preseason games. See the coaching trends to know which coaches really take the preseason seriously and which coaches expect their guys to perform at a pretty good level in the preseason. If you follow that, you might do okay betting the preseason. You better protect Fields because we have two of the worst backups in the game. Uh, you better protect them. And I didn't like protecting him. I don't like protecting him. I saw the greatest quarterbacks on earth play preseason games because they needed to practice. And if you think three passes mm-hmm. are enough for you to go into that division and take it over, and I'm hearing he's not going to play maybe three, game three, I mean, I don't understand. He's a football player. He's an elusive guy, but they're afraid of injury. That's it. They're not afraid of, or I don't think they're worried about winning games. They're worried about protecting their players. I mean, I understand that. What's wrong with one set, Carm? What's I, wrong with I one set? I have no problem with it. I, no and, problem with it. And maybe he will play in week three. I hope he plays a little bit more at some point this preseason. I, Brady I agree with played you. in his last year three of the preseason games. Brady in, the, in game three at 40-some years old. You think he's stupid? You think he says, I'd rather rest? I'm talking Montana, Unitas. I'm going back, and I'll go forward. And I'll see that quarterbacks around the league, if we keep a chart, Fields will play the least amount of time of any of them this year in the preseason. Don't you think? Mm, I don't know. I don't think Rodgers is going to play at all, is he? Rodgers is a four-time MVP. No, no, I understand. Fields but I'm just saying, isn't. like, no, 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 I understand that. But I, I, I wouldn't want Rodgers to play if he's on our team. 
I, let him sit. I wish Fields would play a little bit more. You just compared Warren Buffett to the guy that owns well, the candy Well, I thought you meant like he'll play the least out of anybody, and I was just saying there's going to well, be I get you where you're saying, some but, quarterbacks right. aren't going to play at all. Let me ask you something. Since they were 30th in passing, <laughs> since he's one of the top guys in, 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 in turnovers in the game, okay, I, I, don't you think that he should play a little bit? Yes. I do. And here's yes, another thing. I do. I saw this thing on Twitter the other day, and, you know, all the Bear fans get excited. And, you know, you got all the great job covering. I love how they, all the podcasters and everybody in the media covers Hallis Hall. I saw Fields go back to pa- – uh, they snapped the ball to Fields. And he waited, 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 and threw a pass. It was expertly caught by uh, D.J. Moore with one hand. Yeah. He would have been sacked. Sure. He sat in the back. Sure. For four or five seconds before he threw that pass. Yeah. So I I, I did the old-fashioned thing. I hit the the tweet, and here it goes. Hike, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. He's done. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, mean, that's what I'm talking about, live action. Yeah, live action, chances are that. Well, he gets away, first of all. He's so elusive. I'm not worried about him getting sacked after 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. But there's no way on 4,000, Carm. That he's still standing there. He's rolling. It's he's rare. Doing something. Yep. I would agree. It's rare. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, uh, I'm a little surprised. I mean, I guess oh, uh, Iberflu saying that they had these joint practices and they didn't have that advantage last year that he felt like the first-team offense got a lot of good work in. I still would like to see the first-team offense run a Absolutely. little bit. Just, you know, again, just to get the procedure down, just to just to get in out of the huddle quick. How about two drives? Sure. Let's see what we Ab- can do. Absolutely. Because you know what's funny? I'm watching, I'm watching him play, and I say, you know, he looks the same from what I've seen from last year. Okay, so he looked yeah. good last year. They went 3-0. and He didn't play a whole lot. But what Karn failed to say is they covered and they went three and zero, and then they went three and fourteen. Exactly. Yeah. And they lost nine in a row with him. <laughs> they, they were terrible they against the spread in the regular season. But boy, the, the Bears are a lock in the preseason against the number. That's for sure. You know what? If the kid got hurt, I'll take it. I, I would take full responsibility if I was his coach. But as a football coach, to have him come into the season with limited number of snaps amongst quarterbacks that aren't the name of. You know, Rogers, like Carm said, sure. or people like that. You're insane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have thought he was going to play uh, and play a fair amount. Maybe that's their plan for the third preseason game. I do hope uh, that he plays a little bit more because I think it is important for this offense yep. to continue to run Absolutely. out there ahead of the opener um, just to, you know, make sure things are all buttoned up and to, to get well, a little what work. what happens if they play? Yeah, I mean, in game three, it would have been great to see him do a half. But what happens if something goes wrong and he doesn't do well? Now all of a sudden yeah. everybody's starting to panic again. Yep. It just seems the Bears are in overprotective mode, and they're not in a business where overprotective modes wins you championships. It'll be interesting to see how they attack next week when they're back at Soldier against the Bills in that yeah, final preseason plays, game. Uh, I, I, look, give, give me a quarter. Yeah, Give us something sure. to Bob Munch on here. I would have liked on. it. Yeah. Yep. All right, coming up, we will uh, chat with our buddy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. We'll see what's hot there going into the weekend. Again, probably a lot of good golf stuff with the BMW Championship at Olympia Fields this weekend. We'll get ponies from Jim Miller a little bit later on. We got more of the uh, NFL preseason week two to discuss with you. And baseball. And the Cubs now just two games behind the Brewers after the Brewers were swept by the Dodgers in L.A. last night. So we got a lot still to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. 
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, each and every week with you. Catch up on demand with the ESPN Chicago app. It's the time of the show where we get out to the CarX Tire and Auto guest hotline and say hello to one of our favorites, Chicago's very own, and one of the founding members of the Prop Swap app and PropSwap.com. He is Luke Pergandy. <laughs> one of our founding members. Hey, guys. <laughs> How you up? doing, bud? Good. How are you? We're doing We're great. Massive, massive Orioles ticket to talk about. We just got to post if you guys want to start with baseball. All right. Let's All right. Uh, let's talk about the massive Orioles ticket. I like it. The Orioles, your, your slight favorite now still, or probably a growing favorite in the AL East, considering what's happening with Tampa. But, uh, yeah, the Orioles, the favorite in the East. They're down to about... Eight to one. I was looking yesterday. Eight to one on points bet to win the World Series. So tell us about this ticket. Yeah. Uh, so we got this thing posted late last night, and this uh, originated in Philadelphia. It's called Philly Live. It's a casino right next to where the uh, the Eagles and Sixers and Phillies play. Uh, Two thousand dollar bet at a hundred to one odds. This thing would pay over two hundred thousand if the Orioles win the World Series this wow. year. And what's he? And he's selling you it for. Sell it. You got it, of course. What's he going to take for? What would he take for it? Yeah, so he posted it at twelve thousand last night. I know Darren Ravel said he's going to tweet this. Um, he upped it to seventeen thousand. So, in fairness, seventeen thousand is odds of eleven to one. That's, I mean, that's pretty that's close it. to the market. Yeah. So, so you he, know, and, I mean, and obviously with props up, you can submit a bid. So you'll say, "Hey, like, I see you want eleven to one. Like, I'd bid thirteen to one." So he might make six, seven X on his money here if he does the right yeah. thing. God, yeah. Fantastic. That's, that's unbelievable. And then reinvest a little, as we would always tell you. Luke's, yeah. Luke's explained it for years. Take a little of that. I mean, if you make seven X on that, take a little bit of it, reinvest that's it at it? eight to one, ten to one. Yep, absolutely. How big, how wow. big, Luke, when you get a ticket like that, I mean, you could sell a bunch of tickets, but when you get an outstanding ticket like that, and then you see on Vissen, they're talking about it, and on mm-hmm. uh, Darren Ravel, you brought up, uh, here on mm-hmm. ESPN, we're talking about it right now, and they'll probably be picked up by other people. How about the boost for Prop Swap when something like that hits all the social media, the radio stations, and TV? Yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, that's, you know, we sell tons of $5 tickets, but sure. obviously when a ticket like this, Gets traction, it exemplifies the business model and just explains to people, hey, like yep. this guy bet yep. two thousand. Will the Orioles actually win this year? I don't know, but this guy can lock in fifteen thousand dollars of profit and then you know go sprinkle some more back on Baltimore. Yeah, and you know it's August. We're we're in early you know late August here, and he's able to lock in that amount of cash. So yeah, just it just explains the business model in a simple fashion, and gets people saying, oh wow. It's, yeah, it's a smart idea. As bettors, we've all had moments where, you know, we sort of regret and kick ourselves about the bets we didn't make. And, I, and I've mentioned it a few times. I mean, I, I was sitting in the office here in May with Connor uh, McKnight, and we were talking about, you know, at that point, think about the incredible start that the Rays were off to. But the injuries to the pitching staff kind of yep. started to happen, and we were wondering, you know, could the, the Rays really continue this? And Connor had said, you know, if I were you, I'd look at Baltimore, the Yankees, and he was making more. He was more making the case for Baltimore, and I was like, you know what? 
And this is before Judge got yeah, hurt. I'm the like, Yankees aren't I, I, oh my God. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, you know, Judge is, all, Judge is awesome. And when can you get the Yankees at five to one to win the AL East? I said, I'm going to bet the Yankees. And I should have listened to Connor because he was, they were like 15 to one to win the division. Yeah, at the Judge time, is awesome, but nobody well, else is. I know. And then he got hurt and they just, they're a That's sinking it. ship. And I mean, but like they were like 12, 15 to one to win the division at that point, guys. They're minus 270 this morning. It's crazy. Wow. I know. Yeah. Those are, there's, so there's always ones we regret, Luke. <laughs> totally. But the and Rangers. It, it, go ahead, Mike. How about the Rangers? Anybody going to come up with a ticket to you? That's a good question. About the Rangers because, you know, I mean, probably to win the division, yeah, or whatever. But, I mean, do you stay with the Rangers or do you sell all? I mean, I think PropSwap is built to sell every always, great ticket. Always. We, made, I, we think about our Phillies bet. That's people. Think- that's a you got to know. Sell half of it, and then you got the other half to invest if you want. If you want, we cashed on the Phillies last year. The minute yep. they made the World Series, we sold it on Prop Swap. You got to sell them. Totally. And again, like people and the whole cash out feature is like blowing up. The books will they offer right. you know cash out price, so you could sell it back to the sports book. We try to explain to people like that's like selling your car to CarMax. Yeah. Like, yes, if you want to get your car sold this morning before the weekend's over, drive it to CarMax. CarMax will buy your car on the spot where there's a big margin there. Huge big involved with CarMax. But if you can wait a week, wait five days, yep. post it on eBay Autos or Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, you're going to get a lot more money for your car. Yeah. And this cash out feature is blowing up, and we support it. Like, we want people to be taking risk off the table. Like, literally the name of this game is Reduce Your Risk. And lock in profit when you can. So we support the cash out feature. But with us, like you see bets selling for triple on PropSwap what, what the cash out offer was. If the cash out offers three hundred, it would sell for nine hundred. Yeah. On PropSwap. Uh all right, before we let you go, uh, top fifty in leg two of the FedEx Cup playoffs, BMW championship yeah, in our baby. backyard at Olympia Fields. Uh, these leaderboards, obviously, because it's the best of the best, is just loaded. As we record right now, Chris Kirk is actually taking the lead on Rory and Brian Harmon. He is six under, but Mike and I had touched on it earlier with names like Ricky Fowler and Scotty Scheffler and Wyndham Clark, who's now a major winner, Brian Harmon, uh, Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth. It's just an awesome leaderboard, a lot of red numbers. I think as the course dries out, it'll probably get a little bit tougher, but uh, tell people how they should attack BMW Championship. And for these tournaments with such a great field, Luke, do you guys still see a lot of action for these kinds of yeah. tournaments and these weekends? Yeah, that, and uh, t- to your point, the better the leaderboard, for better or for worse, the more sports bets get sold. So when you have the superstars that are having a good weekend, that's typically when we see more action on it. So, yeah, like you said, Rory's at the top, Scheffler, Rom, Fowler, Cantley, Clark, you know, Morikawa, like that's, that is a stacked leaderboard. And obviously yeah. it's happening in Chicago. Because so, lately, yeah. lately, a lot of these golfers, maybe because a lot of the guys went to live, a lot of these golfers like Harmon and Glover, they lead from like beginning to end now. And it used to be, mm. that never used to happen with more competition on the board. So, you know, you're right about that. It's better for it to have a loaded leaderboard because it's been unbelievable the last three, four weeks. I think uh, three of those times it's been beginning to end almost that the, the leader won. It's mm. weird. Yeah. Yeah, people people like betting on guys they know, you know, which, which I understand. Yeah. So it's it's more fun when a guy that you know, you know his personality, you know, significant other, like where he's from, et cetera. Like yeah. when you know those facts, it's a little bit more fun to bet on them. Luke, thanks as always, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. See you, pal. Oh, we love Luke Pergandy, Prop Swap. Make sure you've got the Prop Swap app on your smartphone and check out all the action mm-hmm. there. 
And uh, Luke joined us on the Car X Tire and Auto. Yurko, wait online. a minute. Is, isn't it Yurko? Is it his birthday T- today? Today is Yurko's birthday. Happy birthday to yeah, Yurks. The big Happy guy. Happy birthday. How old? 56. He's a pup. Yeah, 56 for the hey, good Hey, Carm, kid. I got to tell you. We got a little time. I got to tell you something. Yeah, go ahead. I did a, a bucket list thing, yes. Uh, two, Ooh. Two, two days ago. Really? Yeah, I met my guy at Raul Jewelers, and then we went out and we played golf. And I played golf earlier in the day. I played... I'm going to be 71 next month. I played 36 holes. And the next day, I need, you know that thing that Eddie Murphy had in trading places at the beginning? (laughs) The wheel thing? That's And I didn't wear a hat. So BB says, how you doing? I go, who are you? I I think I caught sunstroke or something for about six hours. It was brutal. Don't try it again, folks. So try you to keep it within so your 50s. You don't recommend that 30. I couldn't play. No, I had a great right time. Now, I started to fade around almost around 30. I, I start calling my uh, I start calling a buddy of mine champ. I never did that before. But, uh, Murphy, that was yeah, one I'm thing. A, and I'm then a little I'm, push card on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mark, forget yeah. about it. And then Mark, I want to say Marconi Foods is doing. Uh, they used to be a big sponsor at the other place. Yeah, 125 years, wow. and they're honoring me as one of their. They're doing a documentary, and they're coming out to my house tomorrow to shoot. They say my campaign, if you remember, Karen, people remember a lot of the stuff we used to do. Marconi's so good, the jardiniere, you can even put it on your shoes. That's great. And uh, they're going to be doing a documentary, and I'm, I'm pleased that they're having me in part of it. That's so great. I want to thank them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those yeah, are some good times, beautiful. too. But these are even better times. You know why? Why? Well, I don't want to say they're better times, but we got our picks coming up. That's right. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Jim Miller's uh, going to join us a little bit later on. We'll give you some picks. Uh, Mike and I will get a little bit deep into baseball here coming up next. The Cubs have a shot to be uh, just a game out by the end of the day. Hey, Let's see hey, how this weekend's holy. how this you weekend know the goes. Cubs song, don't you? Of course. Do you like Hey Hey Holy Mackerel? No doubt about uh, it. The Cubs are on their way. Uh, or do you like that Go Cubs Go? I like Go Go White Sox, even though they stink. Go, Let's put go, it that way. Go, <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, we'll talk about strength of schedule, division odds, World Series odds, all that stuff coming up next. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. Make sure you catch up on demand all weekend long. Just have the ESPN Chicago app on your smartphone. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Simple as that. Updated NL Central odds after the Brewers were swept by the Dodgers. And how about Lance Lynn and Corbin Burns dueling last night? That was some game. A one nothing uh, victory for the Dodgers, who continue to roll. But Cub fans are happy about no that. About Cubs are plus 150 right now to win the division. The Brewers are minus 140. It's getting tight, Mike. The Cubs are minus 215 at this point to make the playoffs. The How about that? They got about a 54% chance of making the postseason the right Cubs now. The Cubs are going to hit today. What did I tell everybody? Not not Saturday when they started winning. Not Friday. How about four days before trade trade deadline? Oh, let's sell. Let's sell. We're going to lose. How? Look at all the fun we'd be missing. Ricketts gets it. Hoyer got it. It's not a rebuild. It's a retool. I never want to hear the word rebuild again. I'm not making a pick today. I made my pick. I said four days before the tread light, deadline when the Cubs were six in the loss column down. They're going to they're gonna make the playoffs. And guess what? 
they got such good players. And Carm, I'm praying Bellinger signs. I'm praying he resigns because if they resign him, we got a three, four, five year run with a low retool, uh, maybe a starter or two. I mean, look at what we're winning with. Hendricks can't miss bats too much anymore. No, he did not at all. Not at all. We're winning with a guy named Assad. You wor- been- How much do you worry at that? Stroman might not pitch again this year. Like that's it, what it, I'm saying. And you know what? I don't know if he had a bad hip or not. All of a sudden, the guy, you know. Now he's got a rib injury. Now, yeah, he's got a lot of things. It's called losing eight in a row or something or seven. Looking horrible. Looking hittable. Now, he may be hurt. I don't know how he got the rib injury. But if he doesn't start, he did his job early. So, he got us on the right path. Yeah, with that's Steel. true. But You've got to give him credit. You just wonder about the, the pitching depth or lack thereof right now and how much that might hinder them. I'll tell you what the Cubs have working in their favor. First of all, like yeah, you said, they— Yeah, but look at they, Milwaukee. They got guys like Burns and these guys, and they're getting beat. They got a great—well, I mean, that's, you know, when you score zero, what are you going to do? I mean, well, Burns was great baseball. last night, but it that is— That is baseball, man, the, as you and I know. The— the Cubs do have, like, you can feel the momentum building, oh, and it's been building for a while. And I think that that's great for them. Mm-hmm. Their schedule is favorable. According Did to you ta- see it? Well, uh, listen, according to Tankathon, the Cubs have the fourth <laughs> easiest strength of schedule remaining in baseball. Okay? Pittsburgh, Detroit, Kansas City. They have 19 games against the Royals starting today. Yeah, they have 19 play. games against the Royals, Tigers, Pirates, and oh, Rockies. Oh, dear Lord, help us. The Brewers... Our middle of the pack, they rank 15th in remaining strike of the schedule. The other team the Cubs are chasing in terms of the wild card, the Marlins, and the Cubs are one better in the loss column right now. Listen to this. The Marlins have the sixth hardest remaining yep. strength of schedule. Miami has 21 games against the Braves, Dodgers, Rays, Phillies, and Brewers. So, are the like Mike said, Mike called it a while ago. And I thought, eh, Cubs are going to come up a little bit short. Uh, listen, at minus 215 to make the playoffs, the Cubs... You know what they're telling you? Don't you dare put 215. They're telling you don't take the other way. They're trying to prevent you from betting the Cubs by making that a minus 215. I mean, there's no shoe in for the Cubs right now. They could lose eight in a row. It's baseball. It is. It's And like Jesse said, you know, yeah, it looks easy. Jesse was saying that this house earlier in the week. Jesse Rogers. Oh, sorry. Jesse was saying earlier in the week. <laughs> Jesse said, you know, yep. you, you think it's easy, but baseball, like you said, baseball gets baseball. goofy. And teams, you know, even the bad teams this time of year kind of are, they, they play free and loose. The Cubs should have lost two out of three against the Sox. Yeah, well, they should have lost both of the games on this week. I mean, week. not two, yeah. both games. They should have lost me, both games, right. They should have lost both games. Uh, and, and and to lose that one game, I, I think not only killed the White Sox, um, good. they've been dead for, for a long time, but it also boosted the Cubs. We we got a great race shaping up here in yep. the Central. Uh, in the AL East, the Orioles, we talked a lot about the Orioles last week. They're your minus 270 favorite. The Rays are the second choice now at plus 240. But considering all the, Raves ha- the Rays have going against them, and they're only a couple of games including, out, I get uh, it. Including a ball player that's well, in big trouble. Yeah. Franco, I mean, the, who's what, a great player. They signed him for big money. Didn't get along in the clubhouse with the players, and then he's got this scandal this is bad. with the underage kid. Yeah, like Dude. Franco... I, I don't. I doubt Wander Franco comes back and plays this, play year. this year. And their two best pitchers are now yep. on the sixty day, and that's it. I mean, McClanahan's been shut down. God, so. am I glad I didn't take the over on them? That's not you, what I was yeah, saying in May. <laughs> how, yeah, how about it after that start? How do my Ranger look? The, the, I love them. How do my Cubs look? The those two overs. Well, both those overs are going to be, I, I think, golden. Uh, by the way, the Brewers have the Rangers now as the schedule only gets tougher. You know, they go from oh, L.A. God, now. They're in beautiful. Globe Life. 
Oh. Yeah, and the Cubs are playing the Royals, so a great chance by oh. the end of the day to maybe be just a game out. We'll see how it goes. The Rangers are a minus-120 favorite tonight at home against the Brewers. It's Woodruff versus Haney. Rangers are... 20-10 and 10 straight up post-All-Star break. They've been good at home all year. They're about two full runs better per game than their opponent at Globe Life this year. They uh, are really a terrific team. It was a great, uh, a great identification by you. They are now at 94%, Mikey, to make the playoffs. They are at 40. Boy, they're like in a virtual tie, according to Fangraphs, with the Astros to win that division. Let me warn that everybody. division is going to be a great finish, Mike. It is. Let me warn everybody. I, uh, these are losses like the DePaul loss in 86 stays with me. It mm. will never leave me. The Cubs in 69, they'll never leave me. 1967, for you folks that are too young to remember, or for you older folks, you're going to have a chest pain. The Oakland A's, we had a doubleheader against them. They were not the Oakland A's, the Kansas City A's. They were bad. And then we had uh, the Washington Senators, a doubleheader the next day because to make up a uh, that's the way the season ended at that time. We needed we needed to win one game. We got swept. I couldn't do it. And we had guys like Joe Horland pitching for us, Gary Peters. Gary Peters. Oh, great player. This was he the was 60... the first Otani. This was he the... was the first Otani. Oh, yeah. him, and, him and Warren Spahn could hit homers. This was the 67 Sox? I think it's a 66, 67. Check out their standings at 67. All right, in 67. What did the... we finish, a game or two back? <clears throat> the Sox finished. They finished 89 and 73. Let me look at the standings. Hold on, Mike. Yeah. Let me go. Yeah, take uh... your time. It's interesting stuff. It's learning. Things. I then, love learning stuff like this. Yeah, You're baseball. Right. Okay, here we go. AL standings for that year. They finished three games out. It was oh. Boston, Detroit, and Minnesota ahead of them. They finished three games out with 89 wins. That sound about right? you believe that crap? Yeah. And now if there were playoffs like that oh, back yeah, then. Oh, yeah, you're in now, we sure. We, were, we finished second to the Yankees, Carm. Literally. Know, right? yeah. Second to the Yankees, except for 59. Every year from 56 to 63, 64. Mm. If there would have been playoffs like they have them now, the White Sox would have been in every single year. And you had to win the whole league. Eight I'm, teams, ten teams. Look, I don't know if that's the year, but I think, I, I'm, 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 yeah, I had to be 67, yeah. 68. Yeah, maybe it was 68, too. I can check 68. By the way, who was the AL MVP in 67? Do you remember? Oh, boy, you now you're taking me back in time. <laughs> it was Boston who won it, right? Boston, yep. I'm going to go, yeah. You got it. Yeah, you, and, baby. And, and I think That's that was, what I do, ladies and gentlemen. And I think he won the Triple Crown that year, if yes, I'm remembering right. Yeah, With that, a boisterous yeah, 309 yep. average or something, yeah. I think. Yes was, uh, yes was the winner uh, that year. This didn't happen by accident, folks. I didn't go to school. I just read the sports page. You must have been thinking that 67 year because the Sox were terrible in 68. They finished way out that year. Can you year. look so up you're the schedule of 67 for the White Sox? This of course. Is what? It's not like we got pressing business. <laughs> it's, not season. it's not NFL season. It's not NFL season yet. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm looking at gymnastics right now. I can look at their schedule for you. Yeah. All right, 67. Where do okay. they finish the last four games? Who do they play for the last four or five games? Uh, you called it. Uh, two at KC oh. and then three at home against Washington. They lost, we them, lost them all. They lost all five. All five. They lost five straight. Yeah. So they were eighty nine and they were eighty nine and sixty eight. They lost five straight you know, games. People, people yeah. that tell me how to, people that tell people what do you remember? That was fifty three <laughs> years ago, and I went off the top of my head because I was so I loved the White Sox. That was that was fifty six years ago. Yeah, yeah. I I I didn't know we were going to talk about this. <laughs> so I cannot believe they lost every damn game. I love it. Uh, updated World Series odds: Cubs are fifty to one. 
What do you think? We I'm take, putting money on putting him. Putting a little, putting a shekel or two I right now? I think what stops him, though, Carm, is what you said. The pitching, right? Yes, It's absolutely. just not deep enough, I know. It's not deep enough, but but they could still acquire some. But if you're, you know, maybe. Is there well, you got a good somebody. No, you got a somebody down on the farm. I mean, if there's an that arm that it. they can turn to. Well, you know what? They didn't know Strowman was going to go south. No, no. And might not I, pitch again this look, year. Look, I'm not yeah. going to criticize him. We're in the run, man. Yeah. If we get to the playoffs, it's going to be. like. Uh, it's, it's so embarrassing for the other side of town when you see how confident I they know. seem on the north side. I know. That's Amen, it. brother. That's and it. like we said, there's a chance by the end of the day today, you know, and we're recording Friday morning, uh, there's a chance with the Cubs playing a day game against the Royals, who have lost, I think, nine out of their last 12, and the Brewers having to play last night, now travel and play in Texas. There's a chance the Cubs are only a game out in the division by the time we roll into Saturday. When we come back, we'll get some ponies from our guy, Jim Miller, and we'll also give you our best plays before we're out of here. We got more to do. Don't go anywhere. We're the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike and Carmen with each and every week. Listen on the app, ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you've got that. We'll also be on the air 10 o'clock Saturday morning so you can listen to the Encore replay. Time to get some ponies for the weekend. All he does is give out winners. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. And, of course, follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. He joins us now on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, we were back in the winner's circle again last week, so that was a good thing. You know what? There's a lot of great racing going on because you do have Saratoga still going, Del Mar still going. It's a huge weekend up at Woodbine, so we'll touch on those races in a little bit. And then, guys, just three weeks left of the thoroughbred meet at Hawthorne before we shift over to harness racing. So not a huge break for us from a racing end of things, just one meet going into the other. Oh, State Fair, you guys at the at the State Fairgrounds, do you guys still have the thoroughbreds going, Jimmy? So, so we just got done with racing down at Springfield at the Illinois State Fair. We go to DuCoin on the 28th, 29th, and 30th. So we have three more days of harness racing at the State Fair there, too. Okay. And it's perfect because it's kind of a way for those horses to ramp up and get ready for the Hawthorne fall meet. So it does work out really good for timing. I'll tell you what, Jimmy, things are rolling as far as uh, maybe the season goes. But let me ask you something. As far as projections, you know, I like what golf did with the FedEx Cup. After the fourth major, there was nothing going on. So these guys got together. They said, let's make something go on. And they had this fabulous, like, final three weeks, like, you know, Chicago and Atlanta. And they've made it a whole big, another major, in my opinion. Should racing think outside the box more? Should racing start thinking about doing something more? And is there stuff that you've thought about that maybe, you know, something you'd like to see come to fruition? Uh, Racing definitely needs to think out of the box a little bit more because so much has been based on tradition, and there is a lot of tradition in racing. But what has happened, and I think Hawthorne's actually been pretty good about being at the forefront of that, is realizing where you are in the industry. Because we talk about Del Mar. We talk about Saratoga each and every week. Those are the big boys. That's where everybody's focused on. So for us, it would make no sense to run against them, for example, on a Friday, on a Saturday, when they have stakes-packed cards. So that's why we shifted over to Wednesday and Thursday racing. We do have the Sunday racing that's a little bit later in the day, so it's at the end of those cards. But more tracks probably need to do so, because right now they're up against it financially for a lot of them, and they don't realize why, but it's such an easy adjustment. But that's what you want to do. You want to be a focal point. You want to be a focus. You want to get out in front of the eyes of betters, because 
as you guys know with sports betting, sports betting doesn't just happen on Saturday and Sunday. It happens every day during the week. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so where you said big races at Woodbine, is that where we're going yep. this week? So we're focusing on Sunday racing. So it's going to be one race at Hawthorne and then two at Woodbine. But these are on Sunday, again, so reminder there. Hawthorne race number six. This is an excellent race. This is a stakes caliber field. We're going to bet the five horse tape to tape across the board. Very speedy racehorse that should never look back. And then two stakes races at Woodbine. Woodbine on Sunday, race nine. Bet the seven Salama across the board. A horse that presses the pace, lightly raced, and is going to be a good price. And then race number 10 is the $1 million Queens plate, guys. Mm. This is a 17-horse field, so you don't oh. see that really aside from the derby here in the uh, in North America. But the 17-horse uh, Queens plate, race 10 at Woodbine. Bet the 11, touch and ride across the board, 12 to 1 in the morning line. This is the horse that ran huge in the last. You might be able to cash a nice ticket. I love that, 12 to 1 in the morning line. All right, so Ooh. these are Sunday races, everybody. Race 6 at the hometown track at Hawthorne. We're going to bet the 5 across the board. And then at Woodbine, two races on Sunday. Race 9, the 7-horse across the board. Race 10, that's the big one, the 11-horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right. We're building the bankroll for the start of the NFL campaign. Boys, let's make some money. Closer and closer. Love it. Thanks, Jimmy. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy uh, at Hawthorne Gym on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, what the golf has done, and I like that they moved it away from competing with the NFL. That was a silly... How uh, genius was this? And it was good, and they also... Listen, I'll give them at least credit for this. They realized this is a mistake. They shouldn't be playing those golf tournaments in September. Right. Nothing can go toe-to-toe with the NFL. So I like that they moved it up. You love that they've got this great field. Um, I love it when it comes back to Chicago. I wish that it would be here a little bit more often, but it's nice that they still bring the BMW back to Chicago, and I think it is good, Mike. Yeah, it's awesome. I just think that golf, to me, has become a surprise. Uh, You know, when we were younger, if it wasn't one of the four majors, I'm sorry, we didn't watch. We were kids, you know, and even when you're in your 20s and 30s, the John Deere Classic, you turn it on, you see who's winning, that's it. There was no money on the line. Now you got money on these guys. I know. You, you could never bet them before. You're it's a betting great point. these guys. You got a personal investment. It's a great point. When you point. have a personal investment with a Rory McElroy. I mean, it's different. See, golf is great, Karen, because it's you got a fifty percent chance. You got a fifty percent chance. Football, baseball, we've seen it. You got eleven guys on the field, one guy screws up the whole the whole place. <laughs> it all down. looks bad. There, there's called it used to be in this country on a regular basis. Now it's no more. But there's consequences when you screw up on your own as an individual golfer. And then you, I can buy losing once in a while. If, like, for instance, even Glover at 17 last week, he's leading by two. But it was hot. He hits the ball in the water. I almost know. lost. He had to go into overtime. Yeah. But I would have lost with him. Mm. Not with 11 other guys or 22 other guys. By the way, Rory just a shot off the lead uh, oh. as we record. Here are Rory's. He's been knocking on the door so much. Yeah. And Here are Rory's last eight tournaments. Ready? See how big his arms are now? I know, he's jacked. Yeah. Here are Rory's last eight tournaments. Uh, and he's right there so far as we record here early in the BMW. Starting with last week at the FedEx at the St. Jude. Tied for third. Tied for sixth. Unbelievable. A win at the Scottish Open. Tied for seventh. Hotter than Shepler's fifth. Second. Tied for ninth. Tied for seventh, tied for seventh. Eight consecutive finishes in the top nine for Rory McIlroy. He He's is been, playing some great golf. People were saying Shepler had like eight, nine, ten top twelves. Yeah. Look at what this guy is doing. Great golf. You know, some. I, I got to be honest. He looks twice as big. He's pretty ripped. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> 
All right, so it's uh, time to roll into best plays. Oh, the one thing we always tell you, it's preseason. It's August when we talk preseason football. We talk about the Ravens. We told you last week. They didn't cover, but they did win. So now make it 24 straight preseason wins. The last loss was back in 2015. You heard that right, folks. The Ravens haven't lost a preseason game since 2015. They've oh, covered man. all but four of those. He's Again, the they... best preseason coach of all time. Absolutely. Yep. So the Commanders are at home against the Ravens on Saturday, getting three if you want to uh, go ahead and just maybe make the money line bet on the Ravens. I mean, at some point that is going to end, but my God, they've won 24 straight in the preseason. Uh, anything that you've identified as a best bet, Mikey, going into the weekend? Well, I'm going to ride my, uh, the Cubs going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that bet. I, I should have probably bet it earlier, but the Cubs uh, to, to you make know, the, playoffs? the playoffs. Yep. Absolutely, I'm taking that. But I'm also going to, who are the Bears playing against, Tom? The Colts. Yeah. And it's a four and a half point spread now that and, Justin Fields won't play. Bears getting four and a half. Yeah, Bears getting four and a half. I'm taking the Colts because without Justin Field, I think that uh, they're resting a lot of guys. They don't want anybody to get hurt. I think the Colts have a lot of guys still jockeying for position. And why would the Colts be four and a half point favorites against anybody? <laughs> right. I love it. Right? So it's four and a half Colts, right? Four and a half Colts. There you go. Taking I'll give. Uh, I'll go another preseason game here. And I, I hate we, to go against my Bears, but it's only preseason. It's Yet, preseason. I'm scared we, that they run off and cover the spread every single time. So I'm not poo-pooing on them. I just think without Justin Fields, take, that's 129 yards in three plays they take off from, from tonight, yeah. uh, from when they play. We like to back coaches in the preseason, as we've explained. Yeah. It's usually the best way to identify some trends. You know, the Jets uh, really had a nice bounce back in their second exhibition game after the Hall of Fame game. They got the hard knocks thing going right now. I like Salah. They're 6-1-1 one, and one straight up, 6-2 and two against the number in the preseason since he became their coach before the 2021 campaign. Let's go Jets minus 3.5 against the Bucks this weekend in uh, week nice. two preseason action. So there you go. Hopefully. That's all. We do a little bit better than baseball, and we can't wait for football yeah, to Yeah, but we have so. the Cubs. Yeah, See, that's we're true. we're a team, folks, and I had Glover. We yep, had him. Good call. Good Let's call. get it done. Carmen and I are a team. We're always going to be a team. That's the way it is. We thank Eric Ostrowski for producing the show as always. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Jim Miller and Lou Pergandy. And most importantly, thank you for listening, everybody. Encore replay Saturday morning at 10. Catch up on demand oh. all weekend long with the ESPN Chicago app. And uh, Mikey, have a wonderful weekend. And we'll talk to everybody again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. On ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.